0: Hey there, welcome back, and thanks for joining us at the Getting More Great Customers podcast. My name's David Taman, and I'm here with my team to help restaurant owners and managers like you learn a little more about what you can and should be doing to make sure the most amount of people know about your incredible restaurant. As always, our team starts off assuming you already have great food and a well-trained and customer-friendly staff. You know how to serve up a great experience. We trust you with all of that. But our goal is to help you to be aware of some simple things you can be doing to make sure people actually know about you. We don't want the people in your area to miss out on your great food, and we don't want you to miss out on getting more great customers. So on the last episode, we talked about the importance of online reviews and how a combination of factors such as infrequent reviews, a low number of total reviews, and bad review quality can act something like an unattractive dumpster set between customers and the truth of your good service. Today, we're going to cover two key areas you need to know about. Now your homework had been to take a good look at your reviews. In some cases when you looked, you might've thought, Hey, I'm doing all right. And in others, it may have frankly terrified you. If you had either of those reactions or any in between, we can help you make things better going forward. But before we tell you what to focus on, I need you to first know what you should not do. And if you had a scary dumpster like online presence, it may be tempting to look for a quick fix. The problem is, Many things that might seem to be a good idea will actually make the situation far worse. First, don't pay someone for a lot of reviews. People who do this are frequently caught by review sites, and the consequences are just not worth it. They can flag your account and even remove or hide legitimate reviews you already have or might have going forward. Your ability to make authentic changes can be taken away from you, so please, please don't do this two don't incentivize or pay for reviews this one found out can also get your accounts flagged and reviews delisted now you can incentivize getting personalized direct feedback there's a difference between reviews and feedback and we'll talk a bit more about that in another episode this is a big deal and something you will want to know about stick a pin in it for the time being though but don't offer to pay someone or give them free food for making a review on Google or Yelp or something like that. That won't do what you want it to do, okay? Three, don't try to review yourself or your competition. Again, people get penalized for this. Review sites have ways of knowing and multiple reviews come from the same location and they find that suspicious. You wouldn't want your competitor being able to place a nasty review on your account, right? It's the golden rule in practice just actually enforced by the tech companies. So. Now that we know what you should not do what can you do well you can manage your reviews so what's that mean well the term review management means different things to different people when we talk about review management we're referring to getting more reviews getting better reviews and managing negative feedback you can do that through a series of interlocking tasks that we'll explain those tasks will make sure your business is represented online in the best way possible in other words Good review management results in a consistent flow of positive reviews. A consistent flow of positive reviews results in new customers for your business. So you're probably thinking, okay, I know what good reviews look like, but how do I get more of them? What are these interlocking tasks you talked about? And what does a review management plan look like? I know, and those are key questions. This podcast was made to help you understand and apply the answers to these very questions. So before getting into the specific tasks, I need to further explain the why of those tasks and how they'll contribute to getting a consistent flow of new customers. See, here at Morgret Customers, we don't just want to tell you to-do stuff. We want you to understand the why behind the advice we're offering. Anyone can just shove a to-do list at you. Nobody likes the answer to why being, because I said so though, right? That's why we want to take the time to teach you the reasons for everything we suggest that you do. Okay, so back to review management plan, what it is, and why you should have one. Well, it's because everything you do should matter. And for this reason, when making a plan, every action in your action plan needs to contribute to the three pillars of a successful getting chosen campaign. We're going to use that phrase a lot, getting chosen. It's the other half to something also really important, getting found. Getting found is obviously super important, but getting chosen involves making sure you don't have that review dumpster hanging out there in front, right? So while we'll talk about tips on getting found, we're gonna focus today on that oh so important getting chosen part of the puzzle. All right, so the three pillars of a successful getting chosen campaign involve three things we've talked about before and we'll always be talking about again. We're repeating them and will be repeating them over and over because they are so important to understand. The three are review quantity, review quality, and review frequency. Okay? Quantity, quality, and frequency. Review quantity involves increasing the total number of reviews your business has posted. The key to getting a solid quantity of reviews is to ask for feedback and reviews. Review quality is about getting more stars and better reviews. The key to getting a higher quality of reviews is to address problems and concerns before a customer is able to give a bad review. And we'll talk a lot about that later on. Review frequency is about getting fresh new reviews all the time. The key to getting a solid frequency of reviews is to, well, keep asking for reviews. All right, there you go. Quantity, quality, and frequency. Each of these pillars is essential to your plan. Each needs your attention. They work together as a team. So getting just one of them won't guarantee the results you need. So here's your homework. Last time you went back and took a good look at your online reviews. You probably saw some areas that were good and some that might not have been so great. If you haven't done it yet, you can still and should go ahead and do that. And also, as before, you can always ask us to run a free analysis of your restaurant's online presence as well. Just go to www.moregreatcustomers.com/free report and we'll do that for you. That's moregreatcustomers.com/free report. All right. So now that you've taken a look, pay close attention to those three areas. Quality quantity, and frequency. Now, search up some of the other restaurants in your area. How are they doing in those areas? Does the restaurant down the block have as good reviews as you? How many reviews do they have? When was their most recent review? Why might those things be? Before we look ahead of crafting a new reputation management plan for you, think about the things that you are already doing and take note of things you might not be doing. Does your restaurant ask for reviews? If so, how? Who does that? And how often? If you have a website or a page on Facebook or Twitter, do you ask for reviews there? Are customers in your store asked by a member of your team for a review? Is there a way you're able to reach out to past customers to ask them about their experience after the fact? Do you have comment cards available to give feedback when something doesn't go well? By the way, the free analysis at moregreatcustomers.com slash free report will also show you some of your nearby competitors as well. Consider it a cheat sheet to this episode's assignment in addition to other helpful information. So as you watch customers today and in the following days at your restaurant, ask yourself, if this person had a great experience, what's keeping them from talking about it? And if they had a bad experience, what's keeping you from knowing about it? Next time, we'll start getting into a bit of a deeper dive into each of those three pillars giving you more insight in how you can effectively build your own reputation management plan. Have a great day, and we wish you success in getting more great customers for your restaurant.